Hello, everyone. Welcome again to another installment of The Way It Is. I'm your host, Luca Andalfato with Remax Service First Realty. And uh, today is episode, I don't know, 22, 23, something like that. We're just chugging right along here <laughs> during the pandemic. And I'm uh, fortunate to have a, um, uh, I'll call you a friend, Corey, if that's okay. I know we uh, we, we met, um, uh, Corey Davis is a um, freelance uh, uh, writer, uh, blogger, um, but we met well over a year ago, pre-pandemic, uh, I reached out to Corey. He was uh, at that time working in the uh, social media world with a group of colleagues, and uh, we engaged to uh, to think about doing some uh, uh, hiring them to do some social media for me and everything. And then uh, we just kind of connected from there and uh, sort of stayed in touch. So um, I'm gonna just uh, Corey gave me a, a great bio though to uh, to read off, and so I will do that. So. Um, Corey, he works as a copywriter for one of our Ottawa's largest marketing and advertising agencies. Uh, he does offer freelance writing and content marketing solutions for small business and entrepreneurs. He covers topics spanning from real estate, home design to community features, uh, travel, outdoor recreation. And uh, if he's not writing, he's uh, on a squash court, which he loves to do uh, with racket in hand. And, uh, and then he shares an apartment with his partner and their tiny dog, Pip, in, uh, in Kingston. And um, so that's, uh, I was happy to have Corey join us today because he did do uh, a lot of blog writing for um, the Canadian Real Estate Association. Uh, and that could, those can be found on, on realtor.ca. So welcome, Corey. I appreciate you having me, Luca. It's uh, it's nice to see you, albeit virtually. Um, eventually, we'll have to get together and and have that beer and maybe swing a golf club. You can show me how that's done because that's <laughs> well, usually, usually not my forte. But we'll we'll trade because you'll have to show me how to swing a squash squash racket. So um, there you go, there yeah. you go. Well, yeah. Again, I appreciate you taking the time and reaching out and having me on the uh, on the podcast. Well, and thank you for being here. So I guess I'll start with um, your uh, tenure as a blogger for Canadian Real Estate Association. What, um, how did that come to be? And what did you find uh, sort of was most of the content that you were, you were able to provide? Well, it was sort of just to, to backtrack a little bit. When I was, um, I was working at a paddle sports shop in Sydenham front neck outfitters. And there was a Instagram sort of 2.0 workshop that I attended. And I had met the digital uh, specialist for alphabet, who is the agency I now work for. Um, she was hosting the event. And so we just kind of got chatting and I asked if they, um, if they were hiring freelancers or if that was something that they had taken on and at the time they didn't really have an availability, but just kind of putting the face to the name and, and saying hello, about a month later, I did end up connecting with their content specialist on LinkedIn and um, gave me a call, asked if I was interested in doing some writing for uh, Realtor.ca's blog Living Room. Of course, I jumped all over that. Great opportunity. Um, most of the content that I do for them really revolved around sort of their neighborhood guides. 
So just basically all over Canada, some unique neighborhoods, uh, just doing a lot of research on the neighborhood, just not being able to travel as much right now. Um, but that's where I started. I did some stuff with what I would say real estate 101 in terms of what you need to know. And then as well as how to sell unique homes was kind of where I, I was geared towards, but mostly it was the neighborhood guides, which I thought, you know, pretty interesting, gives you an opportunity to travel quote unquote and get to know some of these neighborhoods we have in Ontario, but all over Canada. Um, we're very fortunate to have some great landscapes, some really mm -hmm. unique neighborhoods, very vibrant, uh, lots of personality. And so just being able to kind of dive deep into it and get to know some of these places has to be one of the best things about that opportunity. And of course, I'm, I'm still doing that now. Well, and, and, you know, you touched on something because I think if and when travel becomes, I guess, available or more available or people are willing to do it, um, I think the pandemic taught a lot of people that staying within your own borders is, uh, you can, you don't have to go very far to, to find interesting places and, and, uh, spots to be right. Not, not only within your own community, but just within your own province and, and within your own country. Oh, definitely. I mean, even here in Kingston, we're, we're so fortunate. The thousand islands are right there. You head North, you have beautiful Canadian shield, a lot of rural neighborhoods that offer a lot more than just sort of your ma and pa shops they have some great outdoor um outdoor areas provincial parks national parks so we are very fortunate where we are here in kingston but all over canada there's just these little pockets of neighborhoods that have such personality and i think you know i'm getting the travel bug hard not to say it ever wasn't there um, but now that I've been doing all these guides and I'm learning about all these places, that bucket list is getting longer and longer. <laughs> yes. No, no, I agree. And, you know, I think back of a friend of mine, a dear friend of mine, um, many, several years ago, uh, he took that, um, I think, what was it called? The Rocky Mountaineer or something? The train that goes all the way yep. out west and it has the glass top on it and stuff. And you can see, I mean that's on my bucket list. I'd, why would you get on a plane if you can go do that? <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and just to your point about post pandemic travel, I think stuff like that is going to be a little bit more popular where the, you know, typical travel would have been hopping on a plane and going to the sunny tropical destination. And I think now we're going to see more of those road trip RV train style uh, vacations really starting to take off. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree with you there for sure. So one of the other reasons I, I, I wanted you on, Corey, because uh, we follow each other on Instagram and I, I, I like your posts and I, 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 like, I like where your head's at, I guess, in terms of, and not to make this uh, overly um, or esoteric for people or sort of... Uh, too philosophical, if you will, or psychological, but you're going through a bit of a, a bit of a journey yourself. And, and that's one of the reasons I wanted you on is because I've been following your posts. I've been following your, your blogs and, and, and you're not alone in this world now in terms of those that, and I, I truly, I've, I've come to hate the word pivot. I really do can't stand it, but, um, 
uh, I've only ever known it on the basketball court, but uh, now apparently you can use it anywhere. But so, but you, I, I'd like to, you know, and obviously, you know, uh, just tell what you feel comfortable telling, but give us some insight into, to what this journey is and, and what it's looking like for you. Yeah. So I guess when I started my blog, the Davis daily, uh, what it really was about was kind of getting back to what I really enjoyed doing, which was writing and being creative. At the time, uh, like I said, I was working for Frontenac Outfitters Canoe and Kayak Center. I was going on year seven or year eight of being there. Um, marketing manager was my title, but as a sort of small family-owned business, you tend to do a lot of everything. And I was really kind of getting more into the sales side of things, which is great when you want to get to know the customer, the end user. But I was getting to a point where I was starting to lose the passion for it. And I was getting a little lost. So when I started that blog, it was kind of just, you know, a way of me connecting with what I was passionate about, but also holding myself accountable. <clears throat> Because I was ready for a change, I needed to make a change, but I didn't really know what I was going to do. Mm -hmm. And the thing about writing is, you know, sometimes you write because you have something to say, but sometimes you write to figure out what you want to say. Right. And as I started writing about what I wanted to do, that's when I started freelancing because I realized that opportunity was there. I started connecting with small business owners and entrepreneurs who were all, you know, not to, to say the cliche, but following their dream, right? Yep. And that's, that's really inspiring. So as I started to connect with more of these freelancers, I realized what I want to do is become a writer. I want to be a professional writer. Now, to be a writer of, of books or novels that's a little bit of a fisherman's pipe dream for me and certainly not as obtainable to everybody, but my background is in marketing and advertising. And so I figured copywriting was the best way to go. Mm -hmm. And that's how, again, I, I mentioned how I connected with the folks at alphabet. I started freelancing for uh, Crea through them. And then when alphabets, one of their writers left, I was the first on the list. They didn't even do an interview process with anybody else. They just called me up, said, we have an opportunity. Are you interested? I met with the president, met with the CEO, and I started working for them. That was in July of 2020. And that's when I really started to pivot and started to say, what I want to write about is this journey to self-improvement. Now, I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a neuroscientist. So kind of my mission statement or my vision statement that is, it's a blue collar perspective on personal growth and professional development. Right. You know, I'm just the average Joe, but I'm, you know, in the span of about 18 months, I went from working full-time in retail to starting to freelance and working full-time. And now I'm a full-time copywriter and at an agency that is award-winning. And I, I, I'm sort of bashful when it comes to being um, proud of myself. Yep. But that is something that I think I should be proud of. 
and why I want to write about it is because I want to inspire the other people out there that maybe be in the same position I was to say, hey, if I can do it, so can you, right? Well, and and exactly, and and you know, and I and I applaud that, uh, and 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 more to the point, there is so much noise out there in the world right now with this self help and and motivational speaking and motivational uh, snippets. I mean, my gosh, all you got to do is is open your phone and your feeds are just inundated with them and stuff. And I get, I get. In fact, I've gone the opposite where I just get so annoyed and turned off by it i i almost get um a- angry at them you know and 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 again that's one of the reasons why um you know your perspective i think might resonate more with uh with people in the sense that it's it's authentic which you know again that word's getting a little bit cliche but it, it is authentic and and it's it's coming from a place of of um uh well, reality and, 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 and who you are in essence. Right. So, I mean, it's not this marketed, uh, scripted, uh, polished, you know, shtick, I guess that, that you see out there. So. The, uh, how to become a millionaire in 10 days, those types of posts that's, I, I, I definitely am in the same boat as you as where I, when I see those, you know, my eyes roll in the back of my head. And that's why when, if you, you know, you read my stuff, I don't shy away from the fact that I struggle, you know, this is not easy. It takes a lot of hard work. You can't become the self-proclaimed millionaire in 10 days. That's, that just doesn't happen. You know, you have to dig in, you have to be willing to make mistakes, learn from the mistakes and to just keep going when you get knocked down because in the end it happens so you might as well learn how to clean yourself off and keep going yeah no absolutely i mean you know from my perspective in real estate and i probably have touched on this in previous podcasts but you know um it's interesting we had our uh, message from our uh, president today um monthly newsletter came out from the kingston area real estate association and i it was just quickly glancing at it. I didn't read, give it a good read. But the, the one comment that caught my eye is uh, when I started in this business in 89, there was over 750 licensed agents in Kingston, um, probably 450 too many. And then through the 90s, that dropped to about f- actually 450, 500. But now we've just cracked 600 again. And to me, it speaks to this attitude or idea that pervades, you know, because everybody gets caught up, oh, real estate is booming and it must be so good and you guys must be doing so well. I've done this for 33 years. This is a lot of hard work and this is the most challenging market I've ever operated in. I don't care what anybody says. You you don't pick bills off trees. There's this... You know, even my two assistants who are newly minted realtors, uh, you know, they had uh, ambitious goals, but even they're learning pretty quickly the realities of what it takes to to do a deal, to, to convert a client, to retain a client, to, you know, form a relationship, to have a client, uh, let, let alone even think about the, the, the transactional part of it, right? So, um, so yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I applaud... 
I applaud that side of it, and I applaud your your um, the humility and the um, I guess the um, the vulnerability, right? I mean, because you got to lay yourself out there, right? You got to be not afraid to uh, yeah to to show the good and the bad and the ugly. Well, you mentioned building relationships and whether it's, you know, a relationship with a significant other relationship with a friend relationship with a client or customer, uh, those are also built over time with honesty and integrity. And the only way that's really done is when you actually are your true self, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. And let's face it, some people you're going to connect with, some people you aren't going to connect with. That's just the way it is. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, to yourself being in, in real estate for 30 plus years, I think that's a testament to being able to say, hey, these are the types of people I build relationships with. And these are the types of people I don't build relationships with. And that's just the way it is. Yeah. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. And at 55, I'm going to tell you this, it's a lot easier to make those distinctions and make those decisions. I'm going to tell you that right yeah. now. So My old man would say the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> not not saying you're old, Luca. Not saying you're old. No. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, a, that's an interpretive question, but yeah. Um, so getting back to this writing piece and, and during this pandemic, and now I'll, I'll tell you, and, and, and the other reason I reached out to you is because that latest announcement on Friday, really, I mean, I, I've always struggled with people, you know, this mental health side of the pandemic and you know what? It hit home. It hit home. Cause I was, I'm an avid golfer. Those that know me know that I should be on a golf course at this time of year and I try to get out as often as I can. And, uh, you know, the whole reason I have trying to build these, have these assistants and, and have a system in place so that, you know, we can still service clients, but I can now after all these years, try to enjoy around the golf with having, not having my phone attached to my head. But I was so depressed after that announcement on Friday, like literally depressed, angry, frustrated, and, it just hit me. It was going like, wow, like this is, this really sucks. <laughs> it's really shitty. And I'm, you know, and I've been fortunate enough where I've maintained, you know, I'm, a, I'm deemed essential, you know, that's up for argument. But um, I know there's a lot of people that are way worse off. And, 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 you know, this whole bit about writing and, you know, journaling, I guess, you know, is, is a, uh, speak to that if you can, because you must have experience with that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, for me, I did take a bit of a downward spiral when the first sort of, well, the first most recent lockdown came on the Easter weekend, because for me, squash was that outlet, whereas golf is for you. Uh, they closed the gyms. Yeah. So I wasn't able to play squash and kind of take the frustration out on the ball anymore. And it started to build and build a little bit. And the one thing that I've really taken to is I do what I call a, a daily brain dump. And it's it's my personal journal. I do it every night. I do it just before I go to bed. And really what it is, is just to get the head junk out. Hmm. Um, I'm like many. Uh, I don't communicate the 
thoughts vocally as much as I should. I do it usually through writing, which you see through the blog. Um, but there's a lot of other stuff that I don't talk about on the blog that's still going on, but I need to get it out. Uh, you know, I have a very caring partner and, you know, God bless her. If she wasn't here, I'd probably be in a lot worse spot, but mm. it's hard to talk to her and not take out my frustration on her because she's closest to me. I'm with her every day. We live together. Um, so what I can do is just kind of beat the shit out of my journal with those daily brain dumps. Yeah. And I know, you know, not everybody is a writer. So for some doing a practice like that might not come naturally, but I, it's 45 minutes I take out of my day. I time block that off. I make sure this is the time for me. And I just, it like, it's not perfect. You know, I'm not trying to say things the perfect way. I'm not trying to use proper grammar and format it correctly. It's really just taking the crap that's up here and getting it out so I can kind of cleanse myself. And, you know, for some, maybe they like to make videos. Right. You could always do it that way. You could always just, you know, record something on your phone just saying today was a bad day. This is why but tomorrow's a different day and this is the way I'm going to approach it. I mean, the, the, you know, not to get too sort of cliche or, or a little out there, but the, our brains are very complex things. And when we focus so much on negative stuff, it can just eat you alive from the inside out. So if you can just flip the script a little bit, um, it does wonders for your mental health. And again, I'm not a psychologist, not a scientist, but I just know just from this daily journal practicing that if I miss a few days and don't do it, I feel it. Yeah, no, no. I, I You know what? That's so important. And and like you said, it's not like it's... Uh, and, and you shouldn't do it if it's going to be a task either, right? I mean, this is something that you should approach willingly and, and voluntarily right it's not like all of a sudden you start doing it you get a week in and now you're now all of a sudden the end of the day is approaching and you're you're dreading having to write in your journal that's not what it's about right it's just about like you said unloading and and uh and now when after you let's say you you've done that and the next day or the week goes by do you go back and do you look at those or do you does that just get tossed aside how, how do you treat that information or, or those thoughts like I have, I have tons of notebooks that are just filled with a bunch of stuff. Most of it I don't go back to. Uh, but what does end up happening is I usually get a couple little snippets and those I will take and they end up becoming blog posts on my site. Just okay. because something I, I say really resonates and, and I get that click and I go, oh, that's there's something there. But for the most part, it's just kind of a, a dump and go. Um, a lot of it is stuff that, uh, like the one thing I can say, Luca, is I'm a bit of a hoarder when it comes to my journals, <laughs> thrown any of them out, whether or not I'll ever go back and look at all this stuff. I don't know, but I do have them there. So yeah. sort of the catalog of my mental journey, we'll call it. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's always probably a good reminder to have too. Right. Uh, and, and actually I would think the end of the day it's probably good resource material too if and when the time came right so 
Biography um, of Corey Davis comes about. We'll, <laughs> we'll see if that's that's useful or not. <laughs> There's a movie in there somewhere, right? Probably. Um, so I guess, um, yeah. And like I said, I, I mean, I, I, we're not alone in how this pandemic is affecting us. And, uh, you know, a lot of my podcasts have been real estate related and on the lighter side of things too and stuff. And I don't want to get too, uh, you know, uh, dark and dreary here, but uh, these are real, real, real concerns. And I mean, I know, we know. I mean, all you have to do is listen to CBC. You know that there's people out there suffering uh, that, that already have are predispositions to mental health issues and, and whatnot. And so, um, you know, like I said, the, the reason I wanted you on is to those that listen, that are type A's like, you know, me, and I, I dare say you're probably in that category, uh, entrepreneurial go-getter. Um, you need to find those channels because you just can't have it on all the time, right? You can't have it on all the time. And and you also can't, because I know there's those that would uh, go for other stimuli, I guess, both either chemically or <laughs> otherwise, right, to find those escapes and stuff. So, you know, I, I, I think this is important. Um, and, and even those important to those that are out there now because we're we're this pandemic's creating a generation of people that are lost a little bit you're you're either just graduated post-secondary you're graduated high school you're finishing online learning you're you're all of a sudden your world's upside down because you know the jobscape and the landscape of all of that has changed and you know just to touch on what you start how you how we started this there's there's opportunity though right out of all of that yeah I, I i can't say who quoted it but what is it don't let a, a crisis go to waste yeah i've heard that one actually yeah don't let a good crisis go to waste or something like that yeah. and and that's not to say that you have to double down on you know growing your skills and learning but there's always something out there right um whether it's if you're really that go-getter and you 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 got to take some time to kind of unwind. That's also an opportunity because you'll find when you dim the switch and or turn it off, you'll maybe get an idea. You'll maybe get a different perspective that helps you kind of recognize that, hey, it's pretty tough right now, but there's a lot of good out there too. You know, we're hearing a lot about the the bad stories, but at the community level. You know, there's a lot of small business owners still trying to do really good and really good for the community. And and that's what you need to focus on. Yeah. Right. No, no question about it. Um, so I'll, I'll have you give sort of one parting thought to those that are out there that are considering uh, opportunities or considering um, might be career change, might be uh, uh, you know, um, maybe they're a business. So, I mean, I do deal with a lot of business owners. Maybe there's some that might avail themselves of your, of your freelance, uh, skills. And I hope they do actually. Um, but, um, let's leave it with you just giving sort of a final commentary on, on, on if, if you had to give some insight to somebody or some, some, 
you know, advice? How would you do it? Well, I guess the thing that I, that really kind of propelled me to the spot that I'm in and that keeps me going is to not be afraid to be vulnerable, to put yourself out there a little bit. Um, you know, especially as you, you, you get a little later in life, you know, I'm 36 now, not to say that I'm past my prime, but I'm not the young buck I once was. And I think you start to reach a, per- a certain point in life and you think, well, this is it, right? But it's never too late. If you take a few chances, you never know what can happen. And that's what it was for me was I started to open up on social media. I started to make connections. I started to lean on some people that I knew in the past and doors will open. You just got to be willing to knock on those doors a few times and you might hear a few no's that door might be locked once or twice, but eventually the right one opens for you. So it's just all about being, being humble being willing to be vulnerable and just taking a chance and going for it. You know what? That's, that's awesome, Corey. And, and, and just to add to that, I think people think that, that they're alone and they're not, there's just, there's a lot of people just like us or just like you or just like them that are experiencing the same, the same thoughts, the same worries, the same anxieties, the same all of that, right? And there's strength in numbers sometimes, and there's certainly strength in in sharing and um, and and uh, having those conversations because it makes you feel like you're connected again, right? That that there's you're not cast adrift and 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 you know alone out there. So that's it. Well, listen, dude, this was awesome. I really appreciate you taking the time and. Um, those uh, follow it's the davis daily it's the blog and uh um let's hope you get a bunch of new followers <laughs> after this episode i, I appreciate you you having me on luca it's been a blast good to good to see you and you know sooner or later we'll we'll have that pint absolutely bud okay you have a good day bye for now okay bye-bye